Welcome to the Blooming Wand Podcast. My name is Emily, and I'm a psychic medium, intuitive healer, and coach who specializes in helping others connect more deeply to their intuition so they can connect to self and embrace change. Here on this podcast, I discuss self-care and spiritual topics inspired by the tarot. Here's how it works. On every full and new moon, I pull three cards which inspire an intention and affirmation that we can work with until the next moon cycle. Engage them as part of your self-care and spiritual practices, use them as journal prompts, but most of all, explore what they awaken in you. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. So the new moon is upon us, so you know the routine. I've got a new tarot curated intention and affirmation for us to work with. This moon cycle, I used the Game of Thrones tarot, a favorite tarot deck of mine, and we pulled the Eight of Wands, the Nine of Wands, and Death. Be sure to have a look at the cards. You can do so at bloomingwand.com. Click the blog tab, and you'll see pictures of the cards, along with a transcript of this podcast for quick and easy reference. Now, what a potent trio we have with us this moon cycle. When I look at these archetypes, I see a whirlwind of movement, resilience in the face of challenge, and transformation. Let's delve deeper into the messages of each archetype. So for the Eight of Wands, the thing that comes to me is buckle up because things are moving fast. This card hearkens swift action, sudden changes, and unexpected opportunities. It can also indicate travel. So be open to the winds of change, stay adaptable, and trust your intuition to guide you through a dynamic period. The Nine of Wands is with us. I think it's kind of interesting how we go from the Eight of Wands to the Nine of Wands. So we're working with a progression within the suit of wands. And that's not something to overlook. I think it indicates that things are progressing, things are moving forward, um, and lining up in a lot of ways. But with the Nine of Wands, I would also say, but hold on. Not all winds of change are gentle zephyrs. Sometimes the winds of change are quite intense. The Nine of Wands speaks of internal battles, exhaustion under pressure, and feeling like you're standing alone against adversity. Remember, even the sturdiest of trees have to bend in the storm or they'll break. So be like the trees, become flexible and adaptable, Bend where you can bend, you know, make changes where you can make changes, and don't be afraid to ask for support, to rest and regroup, and to find your strength. Find that strength of your inner warrior. We've all got one, and sometimes it's nice to tap into that energy. Now the death archetype. Don't be alarmed. This doesn't mean you're going to die. It doesn't mean anybody's going to die. What it does mean uh, is it signifies a necessary transformation. It's time to shed outdated versions of yourself, release limiting beliefs, and let go of anything that no longer serves you. And now, I just want to point out that this idea of releasing what no longer serves you, you have to know what no longer serves you in order to do that. And one of the things that helps me understand that is when things just feel slightly off or you keep working at something or trying something and it's like not happening, it's not gelling, things aren't coming together, maybe that thing is not for you, right? So we listen to our body. We listen to our gut instincts. We take action 
and we see how we feel about it. And based off of how we feel, we can determine what's working for us and what isn't. And we can let go of the things that aren't. And that can be hard. There can be grief around that. There can be struggle around letting go. You know, letting go isn't always as easy as just letting a feather uh, fly away on the breeze. It can be, but sometimes letting go is difficult. And I, I feel like an example of maybe a difficult letting go is if you think about a woman in birth. Birth is a huge letting go for a woman and for the child. If you think about it, they're not going to be together in the same body anymore. And the birthing process is hard. So that separation of, you know, the woman and the child represents a huge letting go for both parties. And they both perhaps struggle through that process. Here's our intention. There are times in life when we have to buckle up for a wild ride. When life feels intense and overwhelming, it's important to cultivate resilience and embrace the transformative power of letting go. Now this moon cycle, let's not write resist change. Let's try to flow with it. Here's your affirmation. I stand strong in the face of adversity and change by releasing what no longer serves me. Now, staying resilient in the face of change can feel like navigating a stormy sea on a rickety boat. So here are some anchors to help you emerge stronger on the other side. The first thing I want to mention is remember how resilient you are. You've weathered storms in the past with success, and you can do it again. You've learned from past experiences, and you know how to do difficult things. Change is inevitable, so resist the urge to cling to the familiar. See change as an opportunity to learn, grow, and explore new possibilities. Now, we've heard the phrase change is inevitable all the time. I mean, at this point, I almost want to roll my eyes when I hear it. Um, I have to say it to myself all the time, <clears throat> and but that doesn't make it any easier. We have to train our mind to be open to different perspectives so we can adapt our plans when needed. So let's just let that sink in. We have to train our mind to be open to different things, different ideas, different perspectives, different possibilities. And that takes practice. So whenever I think, oh, I know how this is going to go, I try to say, maybe so, maybe not. I'm open to however things are going to unfold and I'll adapt my plans accordingly based off the information that I receive. Now, something that is really helpful to me, especially when, you know, dealing with a lot of changes, surrounding myself with supportive people who can offer encouragement, advice, and a shoulder to cry on, but who can also give me some perspective, give me some insight, maybe point some things out that I'm not considering. Now, I might not always want to hear what they have to say, but oftentimes what my close friends and loved ones do have to say, their insight, it's very valuable to me, and it can be very, very helpful. Now, I don't always take their advice, but sometimes I do, and I really appreciate their insights. And, it, and I think it's really cool that the connections that we have with friends and loved ones, they are a safe harbor for us during turbulent times. And when we talk to them about what's going on with us, I think it's important to let them know if we want their insight or if we just need them to listen. 
taking care of your physical and mental well-being is another thing that's super crucial for weathering storms. But when we're having a lot going on, it's often when self-care can go out the window. But we want to prioritize good sleep, healthy eating, exercise, and activities that bring us joy. These practices replenish our energy. So we have to fill our tank. We have to renew our resources, both inner and external. I also want to mention that paying attention to our thoughts and emotions, especially during times of uncertainty, is critical. We want to recognize and acknowledge challenges, but we don't want to get swept away by negative thoughts. Rather than worrying about things that are beyond our control, we want to channel our energy into proactive steps that we can take to manage or address a situation. This gives us a sense of agency and of empowerment. So there's a lot that we can't do anything about, but there are some things that we can do. So hone in on the things that you feel that you can do if you're dealing with a lot right now. Put them on a list and tackle them one by one. We don't get everything done all at once. We get it by doing everything kind of one at, one thing at a time, one step at a time. While change can feel overwhelming in the moment, it's often a catalyst for growth and positive transformation. So focusing on the big picture and trusting that you will emerge stronger and wiser can be helpful. Change is a natural part of life and it can be a source of so much learning and growth. And I want you to know that we're all stronger than we think we are and we have the resilience to overcome any challenge. We're not alone and there are people who care about us. There are people that care about you and want to support you. And I'm one of those people. Now, by holding on to these kind of anchors that we've been talking about, you can navigate the seas of change with courage, grace, and an unwavering spirit of resilience. That's kind of one of our themes this moon cycle is resilience. Now, I'm going to share a poem with you. You know I love art and poetry, and I often find that it can be a great portal to understanding some of these themes that we talk about. I mean, after all, tarot is symbolic imagery, right? So it's a connection to something that almost goes beyond words sometimes. And I'm referring to um, a poem by Marge Piercy called To Be of Use, and it talks about people who jump into life head on. She describes what I would call resilience in a really, really beautiful way. And I want to just say again that change comes and goes. Life carries on. The great wheel of time is always turning and life is always going to keep going. So why not carry on with it and dive into the good, the terrible, and the delicious? There are many times where we, we, where we will be called to move through the muck and mire, but we're also called to flow in the magic of the mundane. And whatever is happening right now, no matter what words you'd use to describe it, don't forget to add miracle, magic, and spectacular to the list. So I'm going to take a second now to read this poem to be of use by Marge Piercy. It's copyrighted 1982, and it's from her book, Circles on the Water. Here we go. The people I love best jump into work head first, without dallying in the shallows, and swim off with sure strokes almost out of sight. They seem to become natives of that element, the black, sleek heads of seals bouncing like half-submerged balls. 
I love people who harness themselves, an ox to a heavy cart, who pull like water buffalo the mass of patience, who strain in the mud and the muck to move things forward, who do what has to be done again and again. I want to be with people who submerge in the task, who go into the fields to harvest and work in a row and pass the bags along, who are not parlor generals and field deserters, but move in a common rhythm when the food must come in or the fire must be put out. The work of the world is common as mud. Botched, it smears the hands, crumbles to dust. But the thing worth doing, well done, has a shape that satisfies, clean and evident. Greek amphoras for wine or oil, Hopi vases that held corn, are put in museums. But you know, they were made to be used. The pitcher cries for water to carry, and a person for work that is real. And again, that was a poem by Marge Piercy. If you want to read it again, I'll have it up on the website. But I think in your heart of hearts, you are a person whose heart is crying for work that is real. And the real work is the work of your life. It's living your life and doing what you know you must do, doing what you know must be done. And at times it's not glamorous, and at times it's not sexy, and at times it's probably not even recognized or seen or acknowledged, but it's still good work. It's still your life, and you're still beloved. You are special, and you are unique, and all the things that you do hold value, whether you believe that or not, and whether you ever see that or not. It's still true. So let's loop back and talk about our intention one last time. Here's your intention. There are times in life we have to buckle up for a wild ride. And while life feels intense and overwhelming, it's important to cultivate resilience and embrace the transformative power of letting go. Here's your affirmation. I stand strong in the face of adversity and change by releasing what no longer serves me. And remember, you are resilient, you have faced change before, and a lot of times addressing change and moving through life with all all of its challenges really just involves putting one foot in front of the other, whatever that looks like today. So take good care of yourselves, get those journals out, and I'll see you on the full moon.